none other like you oh God Lord we've come to lift you up tonight Jesus we've come to bless your holy name tonight dear God in spirit and in truth Jesus Lord let your Holy Ghost have its way in this place let your spirit consume us in this place tonight in the mighty name of Jesus we need you oh God we can't do anything without you we need your power we need your strength oh God in the mighty name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in here tonight. I feel the power of God in this place tonight. In Jesus' name. It's good to be here with you all here on a Tuesday night. If you have a Bible, I invite for you to turn with me to the book of Psalms, chapter 121. Psalms 121 and beginning at verse 1. I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. By the help of the Holy Ghost, I want to preach on my keeper. You can be seated tonight. Tonight I'm thankful. I'm very thankful to be a part of the body of Christ. Not only that, I'm thankful that I know that there is one that has his hands upon me, that has me surrounded, that has me protected tonight. And tonight I don't have any fears, I don't have any worries. Uh, the life that we live in, um, it's promoted. The devil likes to promote fear. Everything you you look at, you 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 hear about, or or you 
hear being reported or whether it's news, it's all to keep people bound up and locked up in fear. You hear about uh, how bad the, the economy is and how different things are taking place and people begin to be afraid, they begin to worry, uh, they worry from one day to the next whether they're going to have um, enough food to feed their family. They're gonna, they wonder from one day to the next whether they're going to have a job, whether they can continue to pay the bills. But tonight, I'm thankful that I know that there is one that has his hands on me and that I don't have to worry. I don't have to fear tonight. There are people that have their heads down and down and they are, they are saddened. Um, they are worried. But I come to lift up my head tonight. The writer said, lift up thine eyes unto the hills from which cometh thy help. Thy help cometh from the Lord. I didn't come in here tonight with my head hung down, worried about what's going to happen, worried about what's going to come to pass. But I come lift up my eyes unto the hills. I've come to get my eyes where they belong. And that's on Jesus Christ because I know tonight my help cometh from the Lord tonight. Come on, it don't come from anybody else. It comes from Jesus Christ tonight. And I'm going to lift up my head. I'm going to get my eyes on the one that can handle it and that can keep me tonight. You can be seated. It's the devil's plan to get us to get our eyes on everything that's going on around us. As you begin to look at how bad this world is, and it is very bad, you can begin to feel hopeless, hopelessness. You can begin to fall into a state of depression as you think that things are never going to get better. But for the church, we have no business being depressed. For the church, a child of God that has been born of the water and born of the Spirit has no business living in fear. The Bible tells us, first of all, that he has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. So somewhere you got to grab a hold of those emotions that are raging out of control, and you got to get a hold of those things and realize God did not put that spirit in you, but God put a spirit in you that no matter how bad it is, you can stand in the midst of the storm. Why? Because God is right there with you. He is keeping you. He is leading. He is guiding. He is directing. He is ordering your footsteps. Come on, my help don't come from the government tonight. My help don't come from this world tonight. My help comes from Jesus Christ because he is my keeper. You can be seated tonight. He is my keeper. You'll read in the Bible where God brought the children of Israel out of Egypt and he led them by the hand of Moses. And you'll read where the Bible tells us that how that he kept, him, kept them for those 40 years that they wandered in the wilderness, that their, 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 their clothes didn't wear out. Their shoes didn't wear out. As God provided for them time and time again. I want somebody to know that God can provide. God can 
keep you. God can hold you up. God can preserve you. Even in this economic crisis, God knows how to handle his business. God knows how to take care of his people. David said, I was young, and now I'm old, and I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed out, begging for bread. Come on. God is not going to allow his people to go without, but God is going to protect you. God is going to provide for you. God is going to hold you up. He's going to sustain you. Come on, I believe that tonight. I don't know about anybody else, but I believe that God has everything that I have need of, that I don't have to worry, I don't have to live in want, but God will provide as it is needed. You can be seated tonight. Writer goes on, and he tells us that our help cometh from the Lord which made heaven and earth. And it says that he will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Listen, you don't have to worry about whether God knows what's going on in your life. God has everything under control. He doesn't have to take a break. He doesn't have to take a rest. But I want to comfort somebody tonight. God is working around the clock on your behalf. He don't need to take a rest. He don't need to take a dose. He don't need to take a nap. Come on, our God is well able. And he sees right where you are. He sees what you have need of. He knows what you're going through. He knows what you're going through. You can be seated tonight. You'll read where Moses, not Moses, I'm sorry, but Elijah stood before the 400 false prophets on the top of Mount Carmel. And he began to tell them, as he told the people, if Baal be God, then you serve, then serve him. But if, if God be God, then you serve him. And he took them on top of the Mount Carmel. And he told them to build an altar and begin to call upon your God. And the first and the one that answers by fire, let them be let him be God. And they begin to call out to their so-called God. And they didn't hear a word. There wasn't a response. There wasn't an answer. And Elijah began to begin to make fun. He began to mock him. He said, Surely he's on vacation somewhere. Maybe he's asleep somewhere. Maybe you need to cry louder. I'm thankful tonight that I serve a God that when I call out to him, he hears me. Come on. He hears me. Know this. When you open up your mouth and you speak the name of Jesus, God hears you. And he is there by your side. He is ready to meet your need. You can be seated tonight. And he began to mock him and he said, Cry louder, cry louder. And as they begin to cut themselves, he just simply began to build that altar. And when it was all said and done, he began to cry out to the one true living God, the God that created heaven and earth. And when he cried out to that God, that God answered by fire. I'm thankful tonight that I serve a God that answers. Come on, I don't, and I'm not, not talking about a mediocre answer. God knows how to answer his people when they need it the most. 
Come on, I'm thankful that I serve a God that answers my fire. I'm thankful that I serve the one true living God, the creator of heaven and earth. You can be seated tonight. There are people all over this world that they're putting their trust in different systems of this world, thinking somehow that it's going to preserve them somehow. It's going to hold them up. It's going to sustain them. Tonight, I know the only person that can sustain me, the only person that can preserve me is Jesus Christ. He's, he is my keeper. The Bible tells me in the book of Isaiah, it tells us that he would keep us in perfect peace if our minds is stayed upon him. In, in other words, God knows how to keep his people in peace. You don't have to go out searching and trying to find peace in this world because you're not going to find it. It only happens when you keep your mind on God and you keep your mind on the things of God. God will keep you in perfect peace. I can't have my mind filled with the garbage of this world and think that I'm going to have joy. I can't have my mind filled with the pollution of this world and think that there's going to be peace. But there will only be peace. He will only keep me in peace when my mind is stayed upon him. I don't know about anybody else, but I come to get my mind on where it needs to be tonight. And that is Jesus Christ. Not only that, I come to get my mind in this, on this service tonight. I come to lift up my hands. I come to open up my mouth. I come to run it out. I come to leap for joy. I come to get my mind on Jesus Christ. You can be seated tonight. God's people don't have to be afraid. Don't have to worry. What's going to come to pass? God has it all under control. Paul told the church in, Thessalon in the book of Thessalonians, 2 Thessalonians chapter 3 and verse 3, he told them that God would establish you and that he would keep you from all evil. Listen, God knows how to keep you from the hand of the enemy. God knows how to protect you. He knows how to put that hedge of protection around his people. But we got to know how God protects us because I'm convinced that we want his protection. But I'm convinced that it, there are times that we reject the way that he chooses to protect us. He re we reject the way that God tries to keep us and keep our families. One of the ways that God keeps us is separation. God wants there to be separation. And God is not... There's no, listen, it's not about rules. It's not about what you can and can't do. It's about God wanting to keep you safe. It's about God wanting to keep your children safe. It's about God wanting to make sure that you make it. He wants to make sure that your family makes it. In the beginning, he separated light from darkness, and it's no difference today. He's called us out of darkness into his marvelous light, not so that you can be bound and confined by rules, but so that he can keep you, so that he can protect you, so that he can assure that you make it. 
Come on, I'm not looking at this thing like, oh, I can't do this. I can't do that. I'm looking at it like God is trying to make sure that I make it to heaven. He's trying to make sure that my family makes it to heaven. He's trying to make sure that the devil doesn't destroy my life. You can be seated tonight. If you don't understand how God works, then you'll just look at it as a bunch of rules. And you'll try your best to, to push against it and to find ways around it. The Bible tells us about the individual that breaketh a hedge. The Bible says that a serpent would bite him. In other words, God puts that hedge of protection around his people, not so that he can keep us boxed in or closed in, but that he can keep the serpent from getting in. And what people don't understand is that as they kick against that, they move that hedge. And sooner or later, they're going to break it. And they're going to think that there's freedom, but not knowing that there's a devil standing ready to strike. He's standing ready to destroy you. He's standing ready to destroy your family. Listen, I'm not trying to get around God's principles. I'm not trying to get around his precepts. I'm not trying to get around his standards. Come on. One writer said, make me to love thy precepts. Come on. I want to love God's way of doing things. I want to love the way that he chooses to keep me, that he chooses to protect me. Come on. It's not a drag. Come on, it's not old-fashioned. It's the word of God. It's the truth. It's the way it's supposed to be done. And I want to learn to love his ways. You can be seated tonight. Sometimes if you're not, if we're not careful, we can even look at when instructions is given to us from the man of God, sometimes we can look at it as a strange or that it's weird, not knowing that in that, in those instructions, is God trying to keep his, is God trying to protect you. He's trying to keep you under that umbrella of protection. He's trying to provide for you. He's trying to sustain you. He's trying to uphold you and your family. If we're not careful, we can find ourselves resisting it and kicking against it and not even knowing that we're resisting God's protection. All the while we're screaming, we want God to keep us. He's our keeper. He, he's the one that protects us and not knowing that we are rejecting how God does things and how he chooses to protect us. You'll read in the Old Testament, in the book of 1 Kings, chapter 17, you'll read about a, a widow woman and how that, that woman had, it was in a time of a famine, and in this woman's household, all she had was a little bit of meal, a little bit of oil, and she was prepared to bake her last meal for her and her son, and that was going to be it. The man of God came around. And he asked her, what did she have? She told him, and he said, okay, go ahead and do that. You bake that cake, but how about you give it to me? 
And if you do that, then the oil is not going to fail and the meal is not going to waste. Now, I don't know about that woman, but I can, I can imagine what my thought would have been. You know, as I'm telling you, this is my last. This is all I got. But, in other words, you want me to give it to you? But this man of God, he knew something. He knew that if this woman would simply obey him, simply obey the word, that he knew that God would take care of everything else. And that woman, she obeyed the man of God. And when it was all said and done, the oil didn't waste, the flour didn't waste, just like the man of God told her as God preserved her and her son, and he kept him. Sometimes you hear instructions, and you may hear a word, and it may sound strange to you. It may sound unfamiliar to you. It may sound like it doesn't make any sense at all, but I'm telling you, in you obeying that, God will continue to provide. God will continue to keep his hands upon you. Come on, I didn't come to kick against the word of God. I didn't come to kick against instruction. I need to realize that every instruction that goes forth, that is God's way of keeping his hands upon me, keeping his hands upon my family, keeping his hands on my finances. Come on, somebody. You need to know how God chooses to keep you, how God chooses to protect you, how he chooses to hold you up. be seated tonight. It's no coincidence that when people leave the church, their lives go downhill from there. It's no coincidence as they're no longer under God's umbrella protection. All because they walked out, all because they got upset or they allowed the devil to cause them to get offended. And they leave not knowing that ultimately you're walking out from under that umbrella of protection. And now you are subject to every, every influence, every attack of the devil. I don't want my pride to cause me to miss, lose out with God tonight. I don't want a know-it-all attitude to cause me to lose out with God tonight. But I want to hear the word, and I want to yield to the word. I want to submit to the word. Because you'll find out that you'll kick against the word of God, or you'll kick against instructions from the man of God. And you'll find out that there will be a time that you will want to hear that instruction again. You will want to hear those words again. But unfortunately, it'll be too late. You look at the life of Saul. God called Saul while he was, the Bible says, small in his own eyes. But after a couple of victories, he began to be built up within himself. And the man of God gave him instructions, and he disobeyed time and time and time again till God rent the kingdom from him. And you'll find out that Samuel has died. Everything is over now. The enemy is on Saul's heels. And it's coming to an end for him very fast. And you'll find himself, himself, you'll find him in 
the house of a witch wanting to hear the voice of the prophet again. Now that things are coming to an end, he wants to hear instructions. He rejected it before, but now he wants to hear it, but it's too late. He rejected it too many times, and now God ain't speaking. He's not hearing that voice from the man of God any longer. Listen, I don't want to kick against God's word and kick against God's word until I find myself in a place where God has cut me off and he's no longer communicating with me. I no longer can hear the voice of the godly counsel again, but I want to hear it right now and I want to yield to it right now. I want to understand how God works, how he chooses to keep me how he chooses to keep me from being destroyed. You can be seated tonight. I, won't, I don't want to wait till it's too late. I don't want to wait till it's too late. I want to hear it now. I want to understand that when the word says that God is he's my keeper, he's my help, It's the Lord that keepeth thee. Yeah, God keeps us. But we got to understand how he does it. We got to understand how he chooses to do it. And if you continue to kick against how God chooses to keep his, keep his hands on you and how he chooses to protect us, then we'll find ourselves without his protection. And I don't want to be in that state. I don't want to be in that state because God wants good things for his people tonight. God wants good things for his people tonight. And I want God to have his way in my life because I realize that without him, my life is a wreck. Without his hand, my life on my life, my life means nothing. Without his Holy Ghost, dwelling inside of me. I am nothing. It doesn't matter what my status in this world is. It doesn't matter how big my bank account is. It doesn't matter what kind of car I drive. It doesn't matter what kind of clothes I wear. Without God, I have nothing. Without the Holy Ghost, I have nothing. Hear that, somebody. Without the Holy Ghost, you have nothing. I want to yield to what God has for me. I want to yield to how God chooses to keep me. You can be seated tonight. I want to know that it's he that keepeth me tonight. It's not, it's not the government. It's not some health plan. All of those things are going to pass away. It's the Lord that keepeth me. He that keepeth Israel the Bible says he doesn't slumber no sleep. That means God is working around the clock on his people's behalf. I'm thankful that God is working on my behalf. I'm thankful that when I'm asleep at night and when that's, that's probably our most vulnerable times, that God is still working on our behalf. I'm thankful that when I go to sleep at night, my heart continues to beat. Come on, some people don't even think about that. But as you are asleep, God is still has his hands upon you. Your heart 
continually beat faithfully. Come on. That ain't a coincidence. That's because he that keepeth Israel, or he that keepeth his people, he don't slumber nor sleep. Come on, I'm thankful for what God is doing. I'm thankful how God chooses to keep his people. You can be seated tonight. So we don't, we have no business listening to the voice of the devil. No business. I know the devil comes against us and tells us we're not going to make it. The church is not going to make it. He's a liar. The Bible says that he's a father of lies as well. But I don't want to hear that garbage. I want to listen to the voice of the Lord that says, you will make it. Come on. God's word tells us that he doesn't leave us nor forsake us, that he will be there with us. Come on, God has his hands on his people tonight. He has his hands on his church tonight, and he's not going to allow his people to be moved tonight. Come on, he won't allow your foot to be moved. Come on, you're in a hand that no man can pluck you out of tonight. Let us remain standing in the house of the Lord tonight. I feel the Holy Ghost in here tonight. I don't want to reject God in ignorance, reject God's protection, and reject how God chooses to keep me. The devil will love to fill your mind with doubt, fill your mind with questions, fill your mind with what-ifs or buts. You love to fill your mind with those things and cause you to walk in doubt, cause you to walk in disbelief. But tonight I want to accept how God chooses to preserve me, how he chooses to protect me. I don't want to reject his word tonight. I don't want to reject how God does things because how he does things is the right way. How he chooses to keep us is the right way tonight. And I want to yield to it. I want to yield to his word. I want to submit myself to his authority. And I want to allow God to have his way. I need his protection tonight. We need his protection tonight. In case you don't know, this world isn't getting any better. And the devil, he ain't letting up. And I need God's hands on my life. I need his hands on my family life. And I can't be ignorant or caught up in myself and not realizing that I'm kicking against God. I'm kicking against how he chooses to, to protect me. Let us lift up our hands tonight. I feel the Holy Ghost in here. The Lord, the Lord wants to protect you. He wants to provide for you. He wants to keep you. Somebody got to love how he chooses to do it. Somebody got to learn how to embrace how he chooses to do it. 
God can't keep you if you can't yield to a pastor. God can't keep you if you refuse to separate yourself from the things of this world. I don't know about anybody else, but I want his hands on me. So whatever I got to give up, I'm letting go of it. Come on. Come on. I'm throwing the TV out the door. I'm throwing the worldly music out the door. I'm separating from the ungodly friends. Come on, I'm letting, the un, I'm letting the unsaved family members know that I don't hate you, but I got to serve God. And if you want to come with me, you're more than welcome. But if not, I got to grab a hold of the things of God. Because I need his hand upon my life. I need his protection. I need his protection. Come on, I need his angels to camping around about my home, round about my family. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost here tonight. Come on, somebody cry out to him. Oh, we bless you, Jesus. Oh, we bless you, Jesus. Help us, oh God, to yield to how you choose to keep your people, how you choose to preserve us, how you choose to provide for us. In the mighty name of Jesus, these altars are open tonight. I invite somebody to come down with your hands lifted up. Come on, somebody, embrace his ways. In Jesus' name. now. 